What's up, guys? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's completely free. Not only is it free, but there are also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, they'll be able to distribute your podcast for you on all the famous platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. If you guys are creatives and want to get after it, I highly suggest using Anchor. Welcome back to the 2AM Podcast, everybody. Yes, yes. Today, we have a wonderful assortment of hosts, such as myself, Logan. We also have... Saeed. And Zaid. Thank you for joining us once again. And I just got to start off by saying something. Don't mind her. I got to start off by saying something. (laughs) I was driving on my way here, and I need your opinion on this. Is this maybe the the dumbest ass um sticker on somebody's car right Mm. i need you to help me out so brand new 2020 jeep gladiator like the truck jeep right just just to set the picture silver rims bright orange and as i'm driving i see a sticker on the back you know those like stupid ones where it's like everybody in the family has their own sticker that represents them right yeah like disney has their own shit or it's like darth vader and (laughs) princess leia and like baby yodas or some shit on the side this one was just like a normal stick figure family however the mom was missing and it said position available (laughs) oh my god it was pointing to where the mom was missing and i was like no fucking way and I drove past, and it's like some dude. Wow, some 40s. dude. Some dude is probably having a midlife crisis, cruising along with his sticker. Unfortunately, got divorced. How many children? I think there was uh, two and a dog, Ooh. is what Ooh. the picture said. So three children. <laughs> two and a half. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Isn't it interesting how people, I think, um, this is an assumption, but people would give more sympathy to a single mother than a single father. I feel like that's true. Mm. Just on the basis that, like, I I feel as if being a woman in the world is much more difficult just by default, right? Like, I feel like that isn't a very controversial thing to say. In some ways it is, yes. In the majority of ways, in my opinion, right? I feel like women have it much more difficult than men. Yeah. So when you see, especially when you add a child, taking care of a child on top of what other problems that they're dealing with, Mm -hmm. I could see why people would be more sympathetic to mothers. And also, I mean, since the dawn of time, who were the people that we always protected first? The mother and children. Women and children. Exactly. Who were the first people to fill the lifeboats on the Titanic? Women and children. children, Women and children. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we are much emotionally stronger too. Men? Yes. The funny thing is men are disposable. What do you mean? <laughs> Fuck do you. We, do we, <laughs> what do you mean? All right, this is communist <laughs> Russia's aid coming out. Men are disposable. It is not being. Yes. We will find Wait. new men. Not a single. Explain. Not a single fucking tribe out there mm-hmm. or country has sent their women and children out there to fight wars. Well, children maybe, but women, no, not at all. It's always been the men. Well. I mean, there, there are many factors. We are called men of war, not women of war. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe start there. I thought I thought we were going to start on the basis that no. women just from like a biological standpoint, like the way they are built is different from men's. Yeah. And it's not necessarily built to take the weight or to like 
yeah move at certain speeds that men do that's why there's a man there's a male and a female section of the olympics right well mm. men are men are generally much stronger than women exactly yeah, a good way to visually like see that i think is look at um a man and a woman and they've both been competing with weightlifting for the same amount of years right mm -hmm. same hard work and everything who's bigger general 99.9 percent .9 of the time it's the man yes yeah biological and like yeah. then there's that whole debate of women being in like the marines mm -hmm. or just in the army in general right and for a while there's like people discussing or arguing that women should get more lenient like entry protocol right so like instead of having to run the 10 miles they only had to run the eight mm. or instead of doing the two the 100 push-ups they only had to do like 75 so they can die in war no the theory was it would be easier for women to get in and therefore there'd be more women in the army but all the men who are in the army and just people who are in the army in general have an idea of that if you're not able to do this how can i trust you on a battlefield yeah exactly right i think that's logical you can't lower like the standards for it exactly like we're all for women going into the marines and the army and everything else but to be able to do the work man sure yeah you just got to lay it down mm -hmm. you know it would be like um for example if let's just say a woman wants to be an f1 race car driver right mm -hmm. they're not going to say they're not going to say it's okay for her to race in pro circuits if she's like 20 seconds slower than everybody else right yeah mm -hmm. it's just it's not going to happen you know you have to meet the criteria in order to do the job in that instance at least that's what the army was claiming right mm -hmm. so i think that's fair it apparently fair. they've yeah. lowered the standards for men since when because uh well generally like over time ever I, I believe since the 50s obviously testosterone has been on a on a steep decline but they've also, I, I think I read an article on this where a lot of the men who are entering now don't have the, they're not able to meet the requirements. Like they can't throw far enough. Because I think it's because it's challenging as fuck. Not because it got easier. As, as a general, like, like if you were to compare a hundred men in the fifties to a hundred men now who are both entering the armed forces, first timers, mm -hmm. the guys in the fifties would outperform the ones now. I don't think they would. I think they're two totally different things. I think back in the 50s, it was actually probably easier. Or like in the 40s, it would be easier to get into the services. I mean, look at the dudes that they were bringing in. Like, yeah, they're they're big, tall, strong American men, but like they look kind of on the skinnier side in comparison to soldiers we have now. Like, I feel like a lot of the soldiers we have now are pretty jacked or at least big for the most part, right? Yeah. But um, in the field. here's where this what, this question comes in. Does big mean strong? I feel like in their instance, usually, like if they were able to get past that point in, uh, for example, like yeah. months training, they because, would have to be pretty strong, like just in a practical yeah, sense. Yeah, because we have some of the strongest people like Bruce Lee, for example. Bruce Lee was a quick, speedy, strong person. Yeah. But look at his size, you know? See, that's the so, thing, though. It's like, it's it's a weird mixture. Like if, you threw, of, if you threw an 80-pound pack on that dude, how yeah. long is he going to make it? Exactly. I, What's I Bruce Lee? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's a pretty small guy, though. Like, also, not only in not only in height, but, like, also in just, like, you know, physique. He's a pretty tiny guy. Tiny guy, but is... I'm not, like, trying to diminish what he was yeah. or anything. I'm just saying, like, 
when you're going to throw weight on him and have him run for like six, what what what, what is it like eight to ten, eight to twelve miles or something? Something insane like they that. They throw like eighty uh, an eighty pound pack on you. Mm-hmm. Then you got to run that distance, right? Or another one is you have to have a dude over your shoulders and run like a mile or two. Damn. So how do you expect somebody like Bruce Lee to perform well in those aspects? However, he kills it in cardio when it's mm-hmm. just him. He kills it probably in like the push ups and pull up section. I imagine he would dominate those like they were nothing. Yeah. This but what one. is what does that fall under? Like that kind of strength training. That's does the, that fall under like cardio? Does it fall under like it's more cardio stamina? at that point, I think. It's so a, like it's a combination of the two. One I know, but what do you have other. to be strong in? Like is it stamina, breath work? Everything. Every, yeah. Literally, right? Mm-hmm. You're talking about like okay, stretches. If we're everything. talking about getting into the Navy SEALs, like, yeah. that's everything. Oh yeah, Navy SEALs is everything for sure. But straight army, straight army has to be a, a little bit easier for sure. Yeah, it's easier than getting into the Navy SEALs for mm-hmm. sure. And also the Navy SEALs is like, I mean, it's all still military, mm-hmm. you know, but it's a completely different line of work. Like yeah. if you're going to be a Navy SEAL and join a SEAL team, you're going to do way, probably way crazier shit. Yeah, you're going to do like stuff your like standard army. Recruit. Like if you think running with an 80 pound pack is, is rough, try that swimming for like eight miles. It's like, <laughs> how, um, oh God, what's what's his name? I'm totally blanking on it. Uh, wakes up at 430 in the morning. Jocko. Jocko yeah, Jocko. Luke. Excuse me. How, how could I forget? Such a powerful man. But uh, <laughs> fucking gorilla. <laughs> no, he was talking about on um, how he doesn't like telling Bud stories. Because it encompasses such a small part of being a Navy SEAL and people are like blowing it out of proportion to what it actually is. He's like, mm-hmm. it is what it sounds like. It's basic underwater demolitions um, training or something, mm-hmm. whatever the S stands for. Mm-hmm. So I don't. And uh, and that's what it is. It's basic. He's like, yeah, it's going to suck to get through, but it's nothing compared to a lot of the stuff that's coming down the road or the entire career that you have as a seal yeah because normally dudes that become seals are in it for way longer than guys that are just like you know not maybe not a ranger but just like standard army infantry yeah like they're probably going to be in it for two to four years Mm -hmm. and then seals i mean they can have careers that go on for 20 plus 30 plus years Mm. it's like standard army stuff is is semi-pro yeah navy seals is like is just pro the top of the line it's varsity varsity yeah yeah and then the badass section of the armies uh they have the rangers or like the green berets and stuff like that. <laughs> and then they got a whole special thing going on but but that does tie in nicely to a topic you wanted to talk about which is um oh yeah how you have way more left in the tank than you think you do yeah now what do i mean by that right so when you're driving a car most cars, my car doesn't do this. My car, once it's out of, like, once the meter says it's dead, it's dead. That's it, mm-hmm. right? However, for most other cars, though, typically when you hit E, there's like a, a reserve there's tank. There's like a 15 to 30 mile reserve yeah. mm-hmm. left on tap for you to get to a station, a gas station or whatever, right? So I was running earlier today and I did a six and a half mile walk followed by a two mile run. Mm hmm. And the two mile run was pretty brutal. I mean, I was going way too hard for a guy who doesn't run very often, right? Like I realistically started my running career again, or I started it when I was like 14, stopped when I was like 15. Um, And now I'm starting it up again. Like I realistically started two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. right? I'm going way too hard out of the gate because I know I can do a fast mile time, but you know, that's not good for the long run, Mm. right? So I've had to learn to, to tone it back right but let's get more to 
having more having extra in the tank mm-hmm. let's get back on track with that so i'm at the end of the run right dripping sweat dying legs are cramping i'm ready to like just keel over and boke right it's it's not great i'm yeah. not loving it at this <laughs> point but right at the end of this run there's a pretty decently steep hill mm-hmm. but it's also really long and I was running at it and there's this dude that like almost hit me on this beach cruiser. He was like bobbing and weaving mm-hmm. like around this one person. And as he was coming in, he just swooped way too close to me, like almost hit me. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? So get to the hill. And uh, I'm at this point where I'm like, I'm gonna beat this motherfucker to the top <laughs> of the hill. He's on a bike and I've got me like, let's see who wins. So as he's going up, I'm like, I don't think I could do it. And then his foot slips. Mm. And that's when like something came over me. And then my legs were just like, they just caught a second wind. And I just was hauling ass Ah. past this guy up this hill. Like, and it was for no reason. He doesn't know who I am. He doesn't give a shit about me. Like, this is all something in my head. Like I formulated this weird little story. It's like revenge plot line. But (laughs) I had like something, something extra was there that I thought was not whatsoever. I thought my body was like my car. Once you hit empty, you're done. But mm-hmm. it was it was more like every other car. I just had a little bit left in there. And it's finding that. Finding out that you have that little extra in there. I'm now so much more excited to go out to that to that next run. Ah. To like see what happens. That's exactly what David Goggins is all about. If you watch him closely, that's exactly he talks about the forty percent rule. Once you hit like the very end of your perceived limit. Yeah. You're only at 40% of what Damn. you can do. Which is crazy. That means we just have walls in our head. That's all it is. Straight up. Yeah. I mean, the the biggest wall is like the pain the pain barrier, right? Yeah, that's higher barrier. Like obviously my knees fucking hurt because I'm running in some old old ass shoes that are I really shouldn't be doing distance <laughs> running in. And my legs are sore. I'm like panting. I'm out of breath. I'm gassed. Yeah. And there's just that little bit extra in there. And it was like tying it back to something that uh, actually one of our guests said, Dalton, mm-hmm. he was talking about going to that happy place or that warm place. You got to find it. It's like the only way to get through it, in my opinion. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. you can go in with the I'm a badass mentality and like I'm just going to fuck myself up. But usually once it really comes down to it in that moment, if you still have that mentality, you're going to kind of just peter out. Yeah. You know, you have to find that flow state that happy place or the warm place and just dig into that because that's the only thing that's like because you're going to forget about all the other pains and stuff that you got going on mm. and i just charge through it that applies to much more than physical training too it's a lot yeah very very interesting a big one a big one that that also applies for is uh studying in my opinion yeah that's something i can't do studying it's it sucks man i can i can push myself to bring myself to like open up the books and start it but then once i start it i'm like where's this heading this isn't heading anywhere i don't want to do this fuck this you know and then that's you're slowly you're undid you're fucking burying the hole that's what you're doing now here's the funny thing during my i'm gonna call it my academic career which consisted of uh (laughs) of graduating high school and that's it but oh shit okay all the times up to that point i've hated studying i hated it so much but then after that, it's like, okay, here's the thing. I can, I can treat it like a game. I have, I have a few like 
cheat codes uh, within my within my tool belt, and I can you know put on some binaural beats, put the headphones in, and then I could just get lost into it. Like I can be so focused on it that it's it's um it's kind of a therapeutic activity. Yeah. You studied to binaural beats. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Just like a singular tone, just. I mean, there's a, right now. I have a Spotify playlist which is just binaural beat, really? binaural beats, and I read to Dang. that. It gets you in a certain type of zone. Yeah. That well, you're right. You're not wrong. That's what movie scoring is for, too. It yeah. gets you in a zone. Mm. Um, but I don't know what. I was gonna say. I was gonna. <laughs> I say, don't know. I'm so lost right now. Like I wanted to chime in on the studying. It's a very interesting thought. Something that I've realized yeah. over the years with studying, right? So studying is a lot like taking a spin class if you've never taken one before, right? You're gonna go in, the first 20, the first 20 minutes of it, 25 minutes are really gonna suck. Yeah. For the spin class, your knees hurt like shit because you're not used to this movement. Your back hurts like shit because you're not used to, you know, mm-hmm. leaning forward and doing all the weird movements and stuff like that. But after that, you realize it's not horrible. In fact, you kind of almost get into what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's like warming up. That 20 to 25 minutes is a primer for the rest of the study session. Yeah. And it's getting over that initial barrier is the main problem. Yeah. I think and, what helps. Yeah. What going. helps is um, like as you get older, you, f- you know what your interests are so that you stop focusing on like the dumbass classes that you're forced to take in what general ed these days, which is like fucking history of rock like i really you know what i mean I did, like i took a history of why am i music? writing yeah like why are you why am i writing a five-page essay on this you know just just keep it simple like let me figure out if i find this interesting or not like keep it like a simple task don't don't make me dig into something that i hate right because at the end of the day that's not really gonna do much for like i don't know uh architecture major <laughs> dude that's why i'm a huge fan of montessori schools yeah because they they well how do they work if it's a good montessori school they'll take a look at what the kid is interested in mm-hmm. and then they will push them in that direction instead of just force feeding them all the shit that they're not interested yeah. in. like one of the classes I, I honestly hated dude like hated like and, and the thing is you can't hate a class until you've been there for two weeks honestly that's i think that's i would agree yeah because you haven't had enough time to kind of see what the teacher's about or what the material is going to be looking like in the future but anthropology now anthropology seems like a very interesting thing when you first sign up right you're like ooh, ooh, different cultures you know yeah, the study there has culture. to be different tribes ooh. and um just you know things like that and just we're we're all human so like might mm-hmm. as well take it right get to know one another get to know other cultures blah, blah blah but then you start realizing that these days these classes are about like literally the only thing i can remember is class debates about why like certain african t- tribes cut the clitoris of a, of a chick for example like it gets politicized yeah, like at 16 yeah it becomes total politics i fucking hate that and then all of a sudden it's like not an interest and you're just like what the hell is this and then the whole class is just filled with like unspeakable oh my god how could they do that well you know what you know what's trippy about sorry keep going yeah no no i'm pretty much done but you know it's just 
I get that. Like it's, it's become. It's, it's become not anthropology corrupt. anymore. It's not what I signed up for. There you go. It's become like, corrupt. Yes. Yeah. It's their idea of whatever the fuck anthropology wants it, like wants it to be. And then like my first quiz, dude. I still remember this. My first quiz was write a page and a half on the back about like some paragraph we read about a video that we were supposed to watch that. We did something similar to like that it was as just, like the first quiz too. I know what you're talking you about. I mean, we didn't take the same class, but it's like yeah. we watched like this 20 minute long video. Yeah. And then he was like, all right, write about it. Get back to me. Yeah. That was and like the first like, quiz okay. assignment. The something. first quiz. Yeah. Like they expect kids to have, you know, the foundation of like an, a, a true understanding to the point where they can write on this. Pretty much. Well, their well, mindset is you just watched a 20 minute video on it. Yeah. If you weren't paying attention to it, that's your fault. So they're just asking you to explain the video. Pretty much. Okay, I can get that. Yeah, it's yeah. not it's not a horrible, but it's not. It's not best, horrible. Not the the, the horrible part is when you're harsh on the grading. Like for yeah. example, if it was the first quiz, and you just like, you know, you watched a quick twenty minute video, it was terrible quality. The fucking <laughs> the lights weren't off. You know what I mean? Like you're just yeah. having having you're trouble like squinting to see what's yeah. even on the screen. You're being very distracted, right? Mm -hmm. And then she just turns it off and she says, "Okay." Now write me a page and a half about what you just learned. And we're just like, oh, crap. Like, I don't even know if I can bring that into a paragraph, <laughs> let alone a freaking page and a half. You know it's going to be BS. And then the fact that she knows that it's going to be BS and then she's going to grade you on that anyway, that's a dick move. Yeah, yeah that's kind of weird, right? I hate that. Like, I feel like a lot of professors overextend the length of projects, like what they need to be. So all you're doing is you're filling it with like 85% bullshit and then 15% hard facts. Yeah. You somehow have to be able to formulate an opinion without using the words I, myself, me, stuff like that throughout the paper. And I mean, I was lucky enough that in high school that was taught to me mm -hmm. as a freshman by a teacher who graded really hard. And I'm happy she did, because if she didn't, I wouldn't be writing the way that I would write now, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy she did that shit. But it gets ridiculous sometimes. Like, I mean, I've had a teacher assign a five page paper that realistically could have been two max. Doesn't that defeat the whole purpose of writing, too? Pretty much. Yeah. You're supposed <laughs> to simplify your writing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They say keep it simple, but it needs to be five to ten pages. OK, sure. Yeah, and if you write five pages, you're basically getting a C off. The sure, bat. Karen. I'm definitely going to do this for you. I'm gonna be an A plus student. Also, isn't that shit weird? They'll they'll say like, oh yeah, by the way, the paper has to be five to ten pages, and I don't trust me. I don't grade it based off of how long it is, but you do. Yeah, you do. do. Bullshit, if, you don't. If you offer five to ten pages for your shit, like for your essay that you got to write, you know, if you write five pages and that's it, nothing more, nothing less, mm -hmm. you're probably going to just get like start off at a B. Like a B, like a B plus, you know. But like then she'll just mark down from there. Yeah, I imagine, right? And then if you write higher to 10, she's going to be more lenient with you or closer to 10. Excuse me. Yeah. Going to be, be way like, more lenient. You're like, wow, you put way more time into this than uh, fucking Baker over there. You That's know? why. <laughs> 10 out of 10 recommendation. Just make your essays as long as you can. Yeah. Fill out just whatever the maximum amount is. Go to it. With proper structure, of course. Yes. Please make it coherent. Yeah. It's not just about words. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. I feel like I hate those professors where they're like, I'm going to be nice to you. I'm going to be so nice that you're going to fear me. You know? Does that make sense? I don't think I've ever had a professor like that. Dude. So that nice was my that, anthro that teacher. you fear them? Yeah, yeah. Why would you fear Like she's, she's so nice, but she's like, but I don't let shit slide. You Sounds know? like a with fucking a smile. to me. Yeah. Like with a smile, like she, I mean, just to let you know, I don't let shit slide. Also, <laughs> Have also, a great day. You know, like fucking... 
like you're like what the fuck you know she's being nice on the outside but like her tone is off so it's like karen is just doing karen shit yeah (laughs) she ain't karen dude also also do you really trust a person if they say that they're nice like do you believe them when they say they're nice if they have to tell you they're nice here's here's the thing if they say nice i don't trust them at all if they say kind then i trust them and then I take, of course, I, I take a look at their actions to back it up. Damn. I don't know. I, I feel like if anybody has to announce that there's something to you, that they're probably not that. And they're trying to make In up general, for the fact. Yeah, I feel like there's a, there's a good way to announce it. So yeah. if someone's like telling you off and shit and you'd be like, like you're actually denying it and you're like, no, I'm actually a nice person. That's fine. But if like, it's just I like out of the blue, nice hey, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Like that. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what? Nice guys finish last, boy. <laughs> Boom, mic drop. <laughs> anyway. I was gonna say I was gonna say tell that to the simps across the nation. Oh dude <laughs> simps. I'm so glad you brought simps up. Dude, because there is there is a major difference between nice and kind. Yeah. Nice is like no respect. Like you're a doormat really, but kind <laughs> that that comes from a genuine There's pla- compassion. Yeah, you're, you're a an genuine armchair. place of wanting to um you know be a good person in your community. Oh. But nice. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's not even a compliment. That, in in my opinion, that's um, what's the word I'm looking for? Backhanded compliment. No, it's not even. It's not even a backhanded compliment. It's like it's an insult. Like it's just whatever. It's apathetic. Damn, bro. Nice. That's really nice of you to say. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the word nice. I know. Zay's a real nice. Guy. It's such a simp <laughs> word. It's a. Really <laughs> that is a simp word. It is a very simp word. Ow. Chad Thundercock would disappear. Do you guys remember the joke I made? Which one? On the way to Joshua Tree, and we'll get there. Joshua Tree, but um, fucking, it was like the the process of simp simplifying to achieve simplitude. <laughs> it's the state of simplitude. The power of simphood. <laughs> Did you guys? Uh, well, not Zade, because Zade's infallible, and he's never. Never ever once acted this way with a woman before, but big dick energy. Were you were was there ever a point in your life where you were a simp, or you had simp characteristics? I think everyone was, right, yeah, dude? I need to, yeah. Of course, of course, I was like that. Of course, I was like that. You know, I would really? look for the approval of women, and you know, try to try to meet their need. Well, try to meet their wants and yeah. be, you know, the nice guy. All of us have been through that. It should be about your wants and needs. Yeah, but then over time, it needs to be you 50/50. know, fifty fifty. If you if you're a guy who, well, of course. I mean, regularly we all have feelings, bro. I don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah. Okay. You could be like the be most Kimbo slice. You're still gonna <laughs> cry every now and then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not, I will. It's past crying. It, it doesn't even have to be crying. It could just you. Literally, every one of us feels something. No matter how solid someone seems in front of you, mm-hmm. you you best believe that they feel too. There's a. They all have emotions. It doesn't matter how disciplined you are. It doesn't matter how much your family has like made you into this independent beast you know <laughs> it just you still have feelings you know yeah still that doesn't change down, like, yeah of course there's gonna be things where uh the child in you is gonna come out kind mm-hmm. of you know like this quarantine has really brought that out you know people <laughs> like stopping work there's no business blah 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 blah. they have nothing to do besides be a kid again really and play call of duty <laughs> yeah we're playing call of duty so much now and it's fucking down dude you wonder something weird I've been playing less video games since the quarantine started. Really? Yeah. Been more creative? Yeah. I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'll, I mean, with video games, there'll be periods, uh, like periods of time where it's like, 
I'll be into it and then I'll be out of it. And I guess during the quarantines, now one of those ones where I'm out of it. Mm. I mean, actually, flow. up until a, a year or so ago, I mean, I didn't really play video games at all yeah. for like almost four or five years. Yeah. Well, that's good because by the time this is over, um, you want to have backtracked. You would have just been on the same track you've always been on because you've been kind of working pretty much. Yeah. You still have your own schedule and shit. Yeah, we still got shit to do. Yeah. You know, that doesn't stop. We still got school. Hell yeah, boy. We still going, got the two amp. Going back to that first girlfriend, right? Yes. You remember your first girlfriend? Yes. And you do too? Yes. Now, eventually you guys broke up. Like, you guys broke off the relationship, right? Yeah, we are no longer together. My first girlfriend, mm-hmm. I bawled. <laughs> We're still technically together. We're still- <laughs> hey. I straight up cried for like 30 minutes. No way. I swear to God. Damn. And I was like, what? I was a, I mean, 16, 17, depend, no, no, I was a late bloomer, especially when it, oh, when it comes to the dating market, but, um, like sophomore year of high school. Okay. So 16, 16. Is that? Yeah. 16, 17. Jesus. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Cause junior, junior year, I was 17. But yeah, I think, I think most guys when they come across mm-hmm. their first g- girlfriend and ends, you know, they feel shitty. Of course. And they well, should feel shitty. I felt the, shitty for a multitude of reasons. <laughs> yeah. Well, for the first time, you're actually feeling it for the first time. Yeah. So. It feels like the first time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, um, don't be ashamed of that. Who gives a shit? Honestly, do you? Because at the end of the day, I think crying is going to help you push through things harder. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to process stuff. Yes. I mean, it's an emotion and it's a, it's an outcome of an emotion. So it's like, fuck it, just do it. But like, you don't trust a guy who cries all the time. No, dude, don't cry all the time. Well, the thing is, there's different types of crying, right? There's the rage crying. The one where it's just, you're not really crying. It's just like tears of rage. Tears feel hot. Yeah. Coming down. It's like, (sighs) (sighs) Tears fueled by testosterone. They're they're dried before they get to your cheek kind of, or to your chin kind of tears. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like just rage. And then there's obviously sad crying and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Then there's probably pain. Beautiful crying. Yeah, that too. Beautiful crying. Oh, you're right. When you're just overwhelmed. Like you're very overwhelmed with beauty and thankfulness. Yeah. Oh yeah, I fucking love that, dude. That's that's a rare one. Those ones, those ones don't come up very often. Yeah, that actually happened to me. I want to say maybe a couple months ago, in Turkey. Mm. I was just like, dude, what a shitty year, and I cannot believe I'm here right now. Like this is fucking down. You know. Just everything, for some reason, you're just sitting there. Yeah. You're in Turkey, right? Mm-hmm. Chewing sunflower seeds oh, on the corner. Yes. Just vibing. You and can have all coffee. all of a sudden, like, you just start thinking about life back at home. Yeah. And, like, all the shit that's going on. And you're like, man. Um, I am on the outskirts of life. Right I'm now. vibing. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm just doing me right now. <laughs> yeah. That's what, And I'm just chilling, cruising through. Fuck you, world! <laughs> yeah. And I love just, how always after one of those cries, it's like the weight of the world is lifted off mm-hmm. your shoulders. Yeah. And now you can start a new beginning. Yeah. Exactly. Then, then you move on. Yeah. It's an information dump of exactly. emotion. That's yeah. why I think crying is important because it kind of just gets everything out of you in like one fell swoop. You know yeah. why, bro? The majority of it. Because your tears hold memory. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> not this again. <laughs> no, no, we're not getting into okay, that. Okay, yet. okay, okay. It's just a funny reference. Topic of debate. <laughs> da, 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 da. What? Oh, yeah. We Didn't we have one? A topic of debate. Oh, for the the water having. Yeah, we did. The we pie. Are. It was pies, I believe. Oh, oh in the pies. car. Yeah. For yes. Pies. Oh, we could do that one. 
that would be more of a room topic of debate just in general mm. actually just want, you know what let's talk about pies let's talk about dessert Ooh. in general how do you guys feel about dessert <laughs> as a whole dessert weirds me out by how much i can be full from food and then still have room for dessert <laughs> it's just weird isn't it weird wait wait repeat that so like you can ha- you can be full like you just have three plates of pasta you are stuffed to the brim right and then all of a sudden someone brings out like an oreo cheesecake and you're just like oh i have some you know like well there's like you weren't just full 30 seconds ago i think your eyes see it and you remember what it tastes like or what it's going to taste mm. like and you're just like oh Dude, it's so good. I gotta do it. But all of a sudden, it's like... Gotta do it. It's like your stomach portioned out this, like, exact amount for a fucking cheesecake. It's it's so... scooched over. Yeah. (laughs) For some reason. There are two reasons for that. Yeah. Two dorky reasons for that. Number one, carbs are not satiating. Mm -hmm. At least not as much as fat and protein. Number two, palate fatigue is a real thing. Palate fatigue? So you get get very sick of... Let's say you eat a lot of pasta, for example, that you brought up. You get sick of that pasta over time. Mm Mm-hmm. But you introduce something else, maybe something fat or something fatty or something savory. Yeah. Then your body has like more room for it. Mm. You can actually get sick of a certain type of food. And then once a new food is introduced, um, then you suddenly have room for it. That's what that's what food companies do. They put the perfect amount of salt, sugar and fat so that you are always addicted to that. shit. Yeah. Damn. It's pretty amazing. What a crazy industry, dude. They're fucking with us. Dessert, though. <laughs> dessert. Here's here's my opinion on dessert. Okay. American dessert is insane. It's it's just the proportion size is way too way too. Well, much. I got a counter to that, but yeah. continue. Yeah. That's all I'm really gonna I say. Mean, it's just I think big. I think fusion where they mix American with a bunch of other shit. That's the deadly one. <laughs> because all of a sudden you're making a milkshake and adding a cinnamon roll in it. Oh with some God, fucking dude. Nutella on top and then a crushed Lotus bars. And then you're just like, what the hell is this? Oh, this is the the German, French, American milkshake. No, that's you're just, just American. Like, you're just yeah, like, that is just what American. The, as yeah, far. but they call it fusion now because it's infused with all these other like inspirations. Dude. Dessert it's just cultural appropriation. <laughs> I mean, it's just type two diabetes in one cup. Um. I feel like that's bullshit. I feel like other countries definitely have as big of a sweet tooth as we do. Oh, fuck yeah. It's not like, more. Dude, in Paris, the, yeah. por- the portion sizes are the same, if not bigger in certain instances. Mm-hmm. Like, I got the crepe, crepe over there. The dessert. I had one dessert crepe, mm. and it was fantastic. It was one of the best things I've eaten in a long time. However, it was so filled to the brim with mm. Nutella that like it was you know how when, like a like crepe you, like they can you can pinch them off kind yeah. of almost at the top this one it was like there was a bulge in the middle of nutella oh shit and then there was like strawberry there was a and all the other shit and of then, nutella it was so bomb it was amazing and it came from this little cart outside of the place i was staying 10 out of 10 wow but like their dessert it's all the same shit just a different delivery yeah and it looks fancier and that's why now would you say they adopted less. like the american standard for that I don't know because there's also traditional French desserts that you could see or that are there, mm-hmm. you know, and are just as fattening. Mm. Okay. For, exa- for uh, example, uh, macarons, macaroons. Macarons, macaroons. What about croissant? 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 Yeah. Well, that's, croissant. that's not really a dessert thing. That's more of like a, that's more of like a, I need 
something with this coffee so I don't shit my brains out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, that's dude. what a croissant's for. Because it's there to like, just soak it all up. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. And try to save you a little uh, when, bit. When you drink coffee in the morning on an empty stomach, you really you're hitting shit the your brains out. You're really? You're hitting the bathroom oh, hell like 30 yeah. to 40 minutes, guaranteed. Hell yeah. I've dude, never had that It's experience. a fucking straight laxative, bro. Oh, yeah. Caffeine? Yeah. I've had that with nicotine, but not caffeine. Dude, nicotine's a mild form. Caffeine will fuck you up. Yeah, dude. Caff or uh, caffeine, like in coffee for I can't really drink coffee anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My stomach was just like I will get so much pain. Or recently, I was just farting like crazy. Interesting. <laughs> just had the most ridiculous gas from coffee. Yeah, and it was all day. It's because that yeah. coffee was pretty gas, huh? You see, I, I thought it was just me, but then so. I got a job at a, like a corporate office, basically, and I would uh, I would uh, my desk was right next to where the main entrance was. So I would see everyone in the morning and they'd be like, hey, good morning. You know, it's 8 a.m., whatever. And then people just start making their coffee. And then and, uh, <laughs> during that hour, I kid you not, bro, the entire office is literally taking turns just going to the bathroom. It's just a line <laughs> I'm, the I'm, like, I'm like, okay, it's not just me then. <laughs> Dude, that bathroom must smell horrendous. Like if yeah. you're the last guy, I couldn't oh. even imagine. Like God, like two dudes in the office <laughs> went to go get like Indian food last night. Some woman, mm. some girl had like her Pakistani grandma come yeah. over and was just cooking up some killer shit, which I mean oh. negatively affects your bowels the next day. But God yeah. damn it, is it delicious? Damn, dude. Well, it's it's nice to see your coworkers painting bowls. You know, some other poor fuck in the <laughs> office has ulcerative colitis and just can't stand anything with dairy. When everyone in the office is secretly a painter, just not in the way that yeah, you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just not as a profession. Oh, but, shit. But back to the original topic, pies. Pies, yes. Polly's Pies has been a very interesting place to smell lately. I wish my house smelled like that. I know. It smells like the most beautiful candles and just fruit. It's and the best Yankee scented candle around. Oh, <laughs> yes. Is a, what's the pie shop called again? Polly's Pies. Polly's Pies. But what's your what's your favorite pie? Sorry. My favorite pie personally is the classic apple pie. Apple cinnamon pie, bro. Now why? Why? Because you can go through all of them and for some reason I am able to get sick of every pie except for apple pie. Mm. It's like the king of pies. Mm. And no matter what, it's just a classic fucking option, dude. And My it goes well with ice cream and everything. Warm, cold, doesn't matter. Mm. My favorite's pumpkin. Mm -hmm. uh, I think just because that was the first pie I was ever introduced pumpkin. to as a child. Yeah. Pumpkin. Hello, pumpkin. But yeah, nothing beats. Yeah. Uh, no, pumpkin pie. is really freaking good. And I hate sometimes when like like your favorite pie place will only have it for seasons, like during uh, October and like November and shit. Mm -hmm. I hate that so much because you want it year round. And then if you were able to get it year round, it'd be a shitty pumpkin pie, which sucks. But apple, uh, I mean, pumpkin pie is just amazing. And then there's I me. Agree the satan of the office who does not like pie almost at all why i just don't enjoy it there's something about it like i don't really like the crust i don't think the fillings are like usually that good i've had a lot of pie too like it's i'm not a guy who's never eaten it and just been like no fuck that i refuse it's like <laughs> i've had i've been through the the motions all right i've had my apple pie i've had pumpkin i've had Maple pecan, maple pecan, depending Remember. on who you are, where you're from. I've had the key lime pie. I've had the banana cream. I've had the cream pie, uh, the coconut, the coconut cream. Pie. He's had many of those. I can. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, okay. Do you hate chicken pot pies? <clears throat> There's a really big part of me that wants to say yes, but like, 
I enjoy them. Here's the deal. I think they're delicious. I just don't like the crust. The cr- What about the crust? It's the just pie like, crust is the worst part for me. It's kind of the best part for it's me. It's the part I enjoy the it's least. It's the best part. Do you yeah. do you hate like the crusty part of I hate like the- cheesecake? Like the crumbs on the bottom? I mean, I don't normally eat cheesecake because dairy fucks me up. Yeah. However, my aunt makes a cheesecake that I will sit through eight hours of agony for. Oh, just to hell eat it on Thanksgiving. yeah. Oh, my God. I will tear it. You should. Oh, bro. I mean, I'm I'm very lactose intolerant, too, but I take lactate. Oh, really? I carry that shit with me. Dude. I should probably do that. Do that, don't honestly, me. because you can't deprive yourself of the good shit. What you know, is lactate? <laughs> lactate is basically something that helps. Di- um, it helps you digest. Digest uh, the, the sugars. Lactose. Yeah, the, the lactose. What is it in sugars. powder form, pill form? <laughs> pill oh. form, and you can get it in chewable form. Too. What the hell? It's mm-hmm. my first time hearing Yeah, this. so you can take one or two, depending on how much dairy you're about to have. But it's recommended that you take before you have dairy. Yes. But it's never too late to have it after. So fuck it, you know? Why not? Anyways, um, sorry. <laughs> the, so her her graham cracker crust is legit. Oh my god, the best one I've ever had. Right, and I've had a lot of cheesecake from a decent amount of places, and none of them were even close. Hmm. It's like the crust just didn't make it for me. Something was fucked up with the cheesecake. But pie, let's get back to pie. Yes, warm fruit is a sin against man i think it's <laughs> I, think I can it's actually disgusting. i can kind of agree with him on this i can well i can Dude, see it like i slices of <laughs> apple they're I mean, like they're like little fr- i mean not worms because they're not like cylindrical but they're just so slimy if kim jong-un were to create pie he'd add <laughs> warm fruit to that shit. also something that's warm because typically when you make apple pie it's granny smith it's the green one right yeah the, the sour, more sour it works better with the pie for mm-hmm. flavoring when you bite into it it's still the texture of the apple. So it's still like, apple. it's obviously a little bit more limp, I guess yeah. you could say. Because <laughs> it's heated up and it's been through steaming yeah. and shit like that. But it's still got like that kind of airy yeah. quality to an apple. And it's acidic yeah, and, and you're like, sour. Hey. And it's warm. And it's slimy. Miss me with that shit. I'm not a. I don't like it. That's cool. Well, I can. Well, see. Whack. I'd I, rather have cake. I disagree, obviously, but. I do understand because I am an understanding person. Okay. Because cake. I hate cold food. Really? I fucking hate Depends cold on the food. food. I hate cold sandwiches, dude. If you ever bring me a sandwich. Okay, I, I get that one. And I then I and then you're just like, yeah, bro, I just brought it out the fucking fridge. And I'm like, dude, get the want, shit out of here. Dude, you know, once like, you have a panini, it's hard to go back. <laughs> I'd rather starve, like, dude. It's hard to fuck with other sandwiches once you've had a panini. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> which is warm on the inside. Yeah, like I never understood how people eat Subway, <gasps> not toasted. <laughs> like just... <laughs> the hell is wrong with you dude Besides, like, are you out of your goddamn mind <laughs> is it true if you hold a lighter to subway cheese it won't burn it'll it, just i would not black. be surprised have you seen those videos though where it's like they just turn um they don't even really melt or no no no. sorry 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 it doesn't melt it turns black and it starts to burn what that's what fuck? it does yeah no way uh-huh what have you seen those videos sh- no what the, they're what pretty wild sh- like it's a slice of just like basic ass super processed american like single slice cheddar yeah. cheese right and they just hold the fucking bic lighter to it and it turns black starts burning and then slowly starts to slump over that's nah, it yeah that's that. fucking super gross. whack now Imagine. that's what we're eating ladies and gentlemen i know right oh i'm not proud of that i just had a mcdouble but <laughs> it's still bomb man i'm so hungry yeah you know it sounds really good right now 
Yeah. I'm such I'm such a Californian. What? In and out? Right oh God, dude. Ah. Get you a here's a secret, ladies and gentlemen. Um for bulking season. Get a four by zero. If you're lactose intolerant mm-hmm. like me, this is the preferred. Four by zero. So four patties, no cheese, extra tomato, extra lettuce. Mm. And then, I mean, I get it with spread in it because that shit's delicious. Yeah. But I now do no onions. However, grilled onions are completely acceptable. Yes. The only reason I don't do grilled onions the majority of the time, for some reason, if I'm on like a, like a date or something like that, I don't want my breath to just smell yeah. of onions. No, imagine that grilled grilled garlic. Oh, Grilled garlic? <laughs> Dude. Go on a date after that, bro. Ooh. I can still make that work. <laughs> you fuckers doubt me, but I can make Your that work. Your fucking pores are sweating. Fucking dude, you're, there's little yeah. cloves of yeah. garlic coming out. Yeah, of each coming floor. out of your skin. <laughs> what is that? Oh. oh, come on, bitch, come get this garlic. Come get this garlic. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys want to hear something funny? No, mm. I really hate hearing funny stories. Okay, then this episode has been brought to you by. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, I was on Reddit, and every once in a while, Reddit will send me a suggested page based off of things that I subscribe to. <laughs> but then I saw this thing that said R slash garbage and garbage as in C-A-R-B-A-G-E. Can, okay. I take, can I take a guess what it is? Yes. It's just the most piece of shit cars on the planet. No. I'll take a guess. Close. What is it? The most disgust, the interior of the most disgusting cars that people have ever found. Pretty much that. So people <laughs> walk up to cars in like oh. like a random like target oh, no. like parking lot or something and it would be trash to the brim dude it would be like literally newspapers to the windshield it's like an episode like, of hoarders in the back seat yeah, of your camera it's basically <laughs> it's basically hoarding in a car and people are are discovering these and then they post them on there and then people are like People are getting like 2,000, 20,000 fucking upvotes and like people are like, wow, this is the trashiest car I've seen. <laughs> Jacking off to it. the raunchiest shit. You know, people like circle jerk around that shit. And it's just, it's funny as hell that that's a community. Dude, Reddit has some of the <clears throat> most fascinating communities yeah. on it. Like, I know this is a really basic bitch one to go to, mm-hmm. but just for anybody that's getting started in Reddit, like I'm still kind of, I'm not like on it all the time. I'll check it like maybe once a week or something yeah. like that. But r slash ask Reddit uh-huh. has some of the most fascinating stories yeah. and conversations you will ever read, like <laughs> on any other website, because these people ask batshit crazy questions. Yeah. And then there's also um, ask Reddits that are AMAs where it's like one person is getting asked questions. They had a dude who was a genuine psychopath <laughs> answering questions. And he was like, he's like, I'm going to be on it. He's like, I'm going to be honest now. Um, I'm not going to be truthful with a good portion of these responses just because I like to cause outrage and see how my manipulation tactics affect different people. Mm. And then he would just dive into it. And then he was asked questions and stuff like that because like there's millions of people on Reddit at any given time. And a lot of them, since they've been on Reddit for so long, they've seen shit questions and then they know how to ask better questions just being part of the community. So there's like, just the knowledge that comes out of these things in certain <laughs> regards. Like uh, one of my favorite things I learned about recently that tripped me out was um, there was a guy, the question was, um, it was r slash ask Reddit. The question was um, people who work on commercial, like commercial uh, sea vessels 
or uh, cargo ships, what's the craziest shit you've seen in the ocean? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And um, one of them was, this guy was like, it's not super rare. It happens more than you would think, but it's scary as fuck when it happens. So logging companies sometimes like uh, the wood will just float out into the ocean Mm-hmm. And that are, sorry, they cut the, these logs to be telephone poles. And then just by some course of action, it'll drift out of the river, the holding bay that they have them, right? And it'll go under the ocean or sometimes it'll just fall overboard of a boat, mm. right? So now you have these like 16 to 25 foot spires that are just sitting out of the ocean. And after a long enough time, they start to get waterlogged on a certain side. They'll, so they'll just sit upright mm-hmm. and float through the ocean. Upright? Yeah. Okay. And... um sometimes they can actually get sharpened around the edges. So like there's these just big giant spires <laughs> floating through the ocean, right? And in rough weather, what can actually happen is uh, if they get carried under by a wave, like if a big wave crashes and it'll take it down like 40 to 50 feet, you have this log that just weighs like thousands of pounds, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's 40 feet down. So imagine that and it's buoyant, right? It is wood. So... Imagine all that force that it has just shooting it out of the water. Like, like a missile. Just to get out, right? It's exactly like a missile. So he's like, you'll just be cruising along and all of a sudden you won't know what the fuck's going on and there'll just be a fucking log that falls out of the sky. Holy and it can shit. puncture your boat. He's like, I've. He's like, there's times where uh, commercial vessels have gone down getting hit by them. Damn. Yeah. Dude. And um, he's like, it's the scariest shit you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> just to have these giant death skewers floating through the ocean they could pop out at any moment yeah that's insane that's yeah crazy could you imagine that shit that's insane but ask reddit has literally the most interesting fascinating shit it used to take me hours to go to sleep because i'd just be reading that stuff yeah and i'm yeah. super curious you know it's like it's the most interesting book because it's real people's experiences yeah and encounters and stuff and like there's that. some industries you forget that exist and people work in them mm-hmm. and then you know, there has to be crazy stories or something. And what's also cool about it is just the blatant honesty yeah. that people have. Like, if you lie on something like that, automatically people will discredit you for the future. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, and people can tell if you're lying on it, too. Like, mm-hmm. it's weird. Like, they're detectives. And they're like, I'm not sure about that one. Yeah. Well, like, okay. <laughs> like, relax, sniff it out. It's like these, the users. It's Reddit crazy. creates some useful Freaking. real world skills. Yeah. Well, didn't you, uh, I think there was a mind, is it Mind Lab? Is that the podcast? I don't know. Radio Lab or whatever. Yeah. They had an episode about how these uh, dudes on Reddit were figured out where Shia LaBeouf's uh, flag was when Trump got elected. He had that live stream of um, a flag that said he will not divide us. Mm. Yeah. And they uh, figured out where the flag was based off of um, they had Redditors drive around in different um, spots all over the globe and honk their horn periodically. Yeah. Until they eventually um, reached a point where they would be able to hear the honk over the video feed camera what yeah holy shit so it all started where they figured out that uh shia labeouf Leboeuf was in a, <laughs> was in like um tennessee or florida or something like that yeah just based off of where he was for a film set or whatever so they're like okay he's probably around here and that's where he was last seen protesting so they had dudes in the area drive around do the honk thing they finally heard the honk so then what's the next step from there you would think it would be uh, keep driving till the honk gets closer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. They <laughs> went online and looked at the star patterns in the sky behind the flag, and they were able to triangulate the location yeah. based off of where 
the honk was in like a uh, 10 to 15 mile vicinity or something oh, like shoot. that. They triangulated the location based off of the stars they saw in the background Bruh. of the footage. That's insane. And then they went over to the flag took dude. it down and then they did like a trump 20 reddit is an insane dorks, community dude it's nuts yeah it's like the um they all the, work together it's like the yeah. don't fuck with cats thing on netflix yeah i mean i only walked got through an episode of it and i was like all right i get it yeah. you know it wasn't for me but <clears throat> just like i mean it was on facebook it wasn't reddit but still like people were they found the blanket that this guy had on his wall or a tap or a tapestry or tapestry or whatever yeah. and there was like only one sold and it was in the ukraine hmm and then they were like able to figure out where this guy lived by just basic research online. It's fucking crazy. God bless yeah. the internet. It's well, insane. As much as there's cool shit, there's also dumbass communities that I don't even know why the hell they exist. Like what? But, like there's this a subreddit called WTWFOTMJAJTRATCAB. I don't even know how the fuck you would find that, but What's I found it once. It stands for when the water flows over the milk jug at just the right angle to create a bubble. <laughs> And I swear to God, these grown ass men, dude, like these grown Simps. ass men are literally going to their sink and like putting uh, the opposite side of the spoon under the wa the running water faucet. And it creates that like bubble, the dispersing shit. And they're like, wow, look at this, this cool ass uh, shot today. Got this by accident today. You know, and people are just like, oh, I thought you guys would appreciate this. You know, like. <laughs> for every one, and why is this a community? For dude? every one person who locates a fucking flag based off of the stars, there yeah. are at least a hundred dumbass people exactly. trying to create I'd, bubbles I'd be, with spoons. I was but, gonna say I'd be willing to bet probably a thousand. Oh yeah, maybe more. Here's what's funny: I subscribed <laughs> because it is oddly satisfying, dude. <laughs> Something about it, kind of like power washing porn. You know oh, what yeah. that is? Power washers? Oh, is that where there's like a dirty ass sidewalk? And then yes. They like and then they just, and then all of a sudden it's just being cleaned, like back to its original state. And it's just so, ah. Uh, there was this one city that was doing something really stupid. They were like walking through the streets, mm -hmm. hosing it down with soap. And then they would just rinse it down afterwards. Why not just get a pressure washer and go down the entire sidewalk? Like you're going to strip the dirt off of it. Yeah. Like it's going to be gone. They can't, it's not going to win that fight. Yeah. And also the sidewalks would look brand new. Exactly. Instead of looking like, okay. Mm. Yeah. They looked like shit. Now they're like, oh wow, I didn't know they even were supposed to be this color. Yeah. <laughs> and then it could have been like what they were when they paved it new. It's insane. Why this, don't they do that? I don't know. But this guy took a sick picture of his house where it was just like, he only did exactly half the house cleaned up and half the house was like the, the old remains like that's like a bigger boy version oh. of um in the car detailing world. Uh. There's like a really big, um, oddly satisfying kind of thing where they'll put a strip of tape down the entire middle of a car oh, yeah. and detail only one half of it. So it looks like brand new. Yeah. Then you look at the other side and there's like paint chips and it's missing a bunch of, yeah, of like the top gross. coat and stuff like that. Just looks like shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Just... Were you going to say something? I'm just going to say we live in an interesting world. We do. Very. And actually, um, funny that funny enough that you say that, that kind of cut ties in with something that he said earlier about the subreddit mm -hmm. and what I thought the subreddit was. I thought the subreddit was people that were just dumping milk out of the jug in order to get like a bubble that formed around yeah, the rim. Yeah. I didn't know it was like water on the back of a spoon. Well, it's that. it's all those. So it's basically it includes milk. It includes like, for example, you just turn on the faucet and it hits like the corner of a plate perfectly to where it creates that like not moving the water. It looks like it's not moving anymore 
Like, it's weird. Like, but people are like, wow, dude, glitch in the Matrix, like, all this shit. And they're just like, they're actually circle jerking on this crap. And it's just funny. It's funny. And it's kind of cool to see, like, such innocence, kind of. Mm-hmm. And people are just having fun with it. And I don't know. It's, it's it makes childish. me feel good. Like, I'm like, dude, look, if you're happy, you're happy, you know? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm glad this made you smile. Uh, for all I know, maybe you fucking, I don't know, your dad died last week or something. Maybe this is the first thing to where, like, you noticed. No, you that's, that's yeah. facts. Right? You notice yeah. some some little thing that made you smile? Fuck it. I mean, I was going to go in such a different direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which <laughs> like, direction? It's going to be such a hard cut. What direction? I I was going to ask, um, and this ties into the subreddit because people are, I imagine, just dumping milk down the drain, right? Mm-hmm. In some of these. Like, that's basically what it is, other than they're finding uh, the Yeah, bubble. pretty much. They're chasing the high of getting the bubble to form, but like, <laughs> yeah. they're just dumping milk down the drain. That pure white bubble. <laughs> but... The reason I bring that up is I've been watching a lot of videos on Instagram and you'll see like headlines and shit on YouTube and whatever. But like, do you think American waste like just annoys the fuck out of other countries? Like how much shit we throw away or burn or discard? I'll tell you what. Like when we have surpluses of shit. Hmm. Like when I think the um, American Farmer Association or whatever was dumping like 75 million or 75 million gallons of milk a day or some shit like that. Yeah. Dude, we we went to get food yesterday, uh, me and a couple of other, uh, other homies. But one of uh, one of our friends, he, he picked up he picked up the wrong order. Mm-hmm. He ate half of the burrito, picked up the wrong order, um, went back inside to exchange it for his original order. You bet they threw that shit away. Not just the burrito. Well, they threw the whole bag away, which was like four tacos, another burrito, and some something else. And the tacos were untouched? Yeah. Everything else was untouched besides the ha- half-eaten burrito. Why the tacos? Yeah. Because he wanted his original order. He's not going to eat some shit he didn't know. Well, order. yeah. I mean, like, you know, they're not going to save the tacos for the next customer. They're obviously going to have to remake them. So yeah. I'm like, why not just give me the tacos if you're going to throw them yeah, out? They're anymore. not going to do well, that. Yeah, but I mean, they're, but, they're, they're usually like, no, nah, nothing's free. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. But it's just like, okay, but you you're wasting go. your food, man. Yeah. Like, all Point is, like, why don't you have a system in place to like give it to the homeless or some shit? Dude, I was about to say that. Yeah. Like, why? Okay, with the milk example, more specifically, why the fuck didn't they just bottle it up, right? And then they could uh, sell it at a very discounted price to homeless shelters, mm-hmm. like like extremely discounted, right? It would almost be considered more of an act of charity yeah. than it would be a business transaction, right? Yeah. Or better yet, give it away for free. Mm-hmm. If if you can manage that, I mean, all you're doing is dumping it anyways. You're you're just wasting more products. Mm-hmm. You might as well do something useful with it. Or like um, some video or some chick just uploaded a video of herself today. She works at you know Ulta, yeah, the Ulta, uh, the makeup beauty. place. Mm-hmm. There's a video of her just dumping shit out of bottles it's like stuff customers return or yeah customers return they're like i didn't like this or something it fucked up my skin or whatever and they're like oh i'm so sorry like we'll give you a discount give your money back whatever Mm -hmm. what they do what these employees do is they'll have these stuff have the stuff that the um customers brought back right and in some cases it's unopened like hasn't even been touched yet, right? A lot of cases, yeah. And they, so the employees will go in the back and she, in this instance, the girl squeezed everything out of the bottle into the trash. She opened up the makeup that like wasn't open and completely destroyed all of them and then threw it in the trash. Yeah. So you're like, like, what the fuck is she doing? Like, that's ridiculous. And like, and then it turns out, no, the makeup industry does this all the time. Mm-hmm. And 
I don't blame them for certain products because they're worried about cross contamination mm-hmm. from one person to another for like open return products. I understand that. Yeah. Then like, why don't they just throw them in the trash? Why do they have to destroy like 70% of all the shit? Because right? I'll tell you why. Um, I'm going to see if you're right. Cause I had an answer to this, but I want to see your opinion. Okay. Um, I believe because I, I just from knowing from GameStop, GameStop used to do this a lot where they throw out games, but before they would throw them out, they would carve into them or break them in half and then dump them out. Um, but before that, people would go into the dumpsters of these said places and take the stuff and literally start a business off of it. Yeah. Selling online. And what's the problem with that? It's capitalism at its finest. Yeah. But I mean, I mean what do you think? They want to the be there. Yeah. Capitalism well, certain, at its finest. Well, it goes both ways. Products, it's, it goes it's both exception. ways. So they don't want people selling their shit. They're like, fuck you. You know? Well, my like, point. Oh, yeah, keep everything going. that cash flow in and out is going to be us. It's not going to be anyone else. Well, hey, fuck that company, bro. I, I know, I know. Mentality. But like, that's how they all are. Like, I went to the habit the other day, just like you. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy was like, yeah, we made the wrong order for Laura. And like, well, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then they were like, just throw it away. The manager. I was like, what the hell? The next time. Like, they literally just packed it, dude. The next time I do, the next time I do that, I'm going to, I'm going to ask them, can I legitimately give this to a homeless person? Yeah. I don't even eat your shit food, but let me give this to a homeless person. Yeah. I can't tell if that's it's just American culture is just so wasteful. Yeah, it well, is. it's it's more of like government regulation that's getting in the place of that. Like, yeah. I don't see why these businesses shouldn't be allowed to do um, like if they have a back order of stuff like that, they order too much or whatever. And they're like, we can't sell all of this in time or it's going to expire. or It's going to go out of season or whatever. Why can't they turn around, sell it to another dist- like a third party distributor? Mm-hmm. Right. And then from there, smaller businesses can go in buy those products at a significantly reduced price. So therefore, you might not have gotten the profit you wanted if you were the main company, right? Like let's say Sephora, for instance. Yeah. You might not have gotten the $60 for the bottle of cream that cost $5 to make, right? Mm -hmm. However, you could still get that money back. You're not Mm -hmm. just losing it. Yeah. I don't understand like why they just have to cut the cost. They're like, oh, there goes another 7 million. Yeah. Down the drain. No, you can get that 7 million back. And then you can also help people that want to start smaller businesses and people in need and a whole bunch of other shit. But what was your answer, though, for that? Oh, no, it was exactly what you said. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, people who were starting small businesses off yeah. of uh, the makeup and stuff. Literally. Like they don't want people doing... I don't... I don't Like, I get that. I get that as a business owner. I do understand that. You know, if I were to trash something, like, I wouldn't want it to be out there and someone else take it. But that's a scarcity mindset. That's the fucking thing. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. But I, I do kind of understand that. I get where they're coming from. But at the same time, I'm like, listen, if I couldn't make the money off of it in the time slot that I was allotted, fuck it. Yeah. Let's let it be somebody else's problem. But give me my money back. Yeah. Like I, like people, people tried arguing before with me about that, where they were saying that, oh, what if they take your product and then just um, like try to replicate it? And I'm like, that's stupid because they could just fucking buy it. <laughs> and yeah. replicate it so that they're not trying to stop that they're trying to stop literally just reselling that's it and if you look actually if you look closely on a lot of products um in fine print it would say um not not for resale mm-hmm. so it technically is illegal but not really yeah i mean that would be interesting the resale market mm-hmm. like what if the um what if the united states i don't know maybe there already are laws about this but like what if you had a product that Theoretically, we set up a system where it, it operated just like how I described, right? It's the manu- not the manufacturer, but the company that orders the products from the manufacturer. They're like, fuck, we got 
two million units we're sitting on. Each one was five bucks to make, right? But we're selling it for sixty. Cost ten million. Yeah, I could sell it to this third party distributor for let's just say eight dollars yeah. instead of the five, mm-hmm. right? So that way, instead of just losing that uh ten million dollars that you lost, right? You get like maybe what would that even be like two and a half in profit Mm -hmm. so you're still making something much smaller than what you anticipated keep in mind but you're still making something and that's important in that respect like especially if you're just going to throw it away yeah i mean you're just wasting resource at that point so where am i going with this what if the government stepped in and they're like as a as an incentive to the buyers of the already sold products, right? Mm-hmm. People who are going to buy from the third party vendors and then resell everything. Yeah. Right? Like what if they had a cap that they're only allowed to sell it to like fifty to seventy five percent of the original value of the product? Yeah. Cause they're taking on a big risk as a seller at that point to be selling third party. Mm-hmm. Right. Like obviously you might think that people wouldn't mind instead of paying the sixty bucks, they can pay thirty for it right from a third party distributor but it's like it's been through a lot of hands at that point it's not at your normal storefront you know yeah why does the government have to get involved i just think so it would be fair between bits so it so the shit that he was talking about where businesses are like they want to do that so that they can preserve their specific thing like i want to sell what i yeah. can sell if anything big companies want the government in on this because they want it to be clear that there is consequences for something yeah now to be fair the government's also causing the problem. Yeah. Government because does they have a lot of things these days. They have a lot of regulations that the majority of the time they're there to keep you safe. Mm-hmm. For instance, the uh, the one with food. Yeah. Right. I, there's something going on. There's some law with the food where I, I don't remember exactly what it is off the top of my head. But if there's like a re- like a big surplus or something, you surpass it and there's not enough demand and you can't sell it on time. You just have to throw it out because yeah. they assume it's going to go bad. Yeah. And you can't you can't. You can't use human beings as a test. Yeah. You'd be like, uh, it's probably good for another week. No, but like, you can't do that shit. But like, think about those 75 million gallons, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Of milk. What if they just- Milk pow- is the exception because it spoils very quickly. But what if they powderized it? Or they dehydrated it? They turned it into a powder form and then they could give that to the UN. And now that company has a huge fucking charity instance. Oh yeah, I donated 75 million gallons worth <laughs> yeah. of dehydrated milk. To people in like you know areas of the world that definitely need it mm. more than our fucking trash can needs it you know yeah. what i'm saying like it's just it's ridiculous to me i expect nothing less from uh from this country because we honestly we live in in a luxurious um we do look luxurious at how many, time look how many options we have for, with everything dude we have so many options with everything and that's something i've realized upon traveling a lot once you get accustomed to like a different different country, you start to realize that we have it. Fuck, dude, we're living a golden life here. We have it, dude. So good. 80, we have it so good. Eighty to eighty-five percent of our population is either overweight or obese. Yeah, and not, not even from food aspect. Just think about car insurance, for example. Over there, like any other country, pretty much, we'll have at most two options. Okay, here, dude, we got fucking Allstate, Geico. No, State we'll cover farm. you for five hundred thousand or a million. Farmers no insurance. Problem. Yeah, straight up. We got fucking infinity. Also, but we got, there's dude, also, we, there's, and then, yeah, there's parts of the U.S. that I don't think you get that option unless you can buy the insurance online. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, you probably do get that option then. I would imagine. Wait, here? 
No, 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 not in California, but I mean like more rural areas, like for example in Montana. Yeah, yeah. You I get imagine. it all online or over the phone, dude. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I'm like straight up easy as hell. And um what else, dude? Like look at how many brands we have. You got every supermarket now has their own brand. Like Target has their uh, Kroger. Is it Kroger? I don't know, I forgot what it was, but Target. no, they have their uh, their market. State. No, Target is um the market thingy. It's like something farms. Yeah, Archer Farms. Archer Farms. Archer Farms. Archer Farms, and then they have the the other one, the one where they have like their off-brand milk or whatever. I have no idea. They they have every, but basically every place has their own now. Yeah, and it starts there, so that's the cheapest option, all the way to like four different brands just for milk. Now, if we're talking cereal, you have like three aisles worth. Yeah, be careful you don't live in fucking North <laughs> like, Korea or Venezuela where yeah, you get one, uh, one brand of yeah. the shittiest so of shitty. We're, it's basically like... Am- North Korea, by the way, by the end. It's like America's saying this. Look, we have over 35 lifestyles. Choose one. Back home, it's just like we got one way of living. That's it. <laughs> you That's don't even you choose. Yeah. You don't choose. That's what you get. That's it. You have to find the balance. Yeah. Here in lo- but that's the thing. You can't find balance there. It's weird. What it's do you mean? so fucking weird. Because <sighs> I, don't, I don't even know what the hell I'm, I'm relating this to. It's what's hard what's to, back home? I'm know? trying to think of a. I'm trying to think of it in terms of a scale, right? Yeah. Like it's easier to balance a scale. Like let's say you have like just anything, like a fucking head of lettuce. I don't know. Is on one side of the scale, right? In front of you, you have to equal out that weight. Right. And I imagine in this case, when you said back home, mm-hmm. you would only have like two options for weight to try to equal the weight of the head of lettuce. Yeah. It's not going to be easy to do that if impossible. Mm-hmm. Right. However, in this instance, America, which is, you know, where we're at right now. Yeah. <laughs> like you have a lot of different weights to yeah. equal out. So you have a lot more opportunity, things that you can go into, different lifestyle choices that you can make. And you have the complete freedom to do that. Mm-hmm. As long as it falls within the confines of the law. Yeah. But like I have a good way to explain this. So on one hand, let's say the Middle East, yeah. any country of your choice. Sure. You have one, maybe two options. Okay, now that's good. You can it's very easy to fucking choose. You have one or two things. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, but then you feel constricted. Like you feel restricted from living a certain way because you don't have that option. Yeah. But here in America, you have the paradox of choice. Mm-hmm. You have too many options to the point where you don't know what to choose. You're paralyzed from choosing. Yeah. So it's like that's where that's why i mentioned find the balance like pick one or pick like one to three things that you fuck with at mm-hmm. least in in this country yeah and just support that yeah and i don't agree. fall into the trap of oh i want this yeah, yeah. cereal too many that. options is bad 100 percent. but yeah. some option is good yes because then i can i can be like okay um i want to live a healthy lifestyle but i like sugar so what do i do get on the diet get on the diet coke for example instead of regular coke and then cut it down to no coke right mm-hmm. I, you now have that option back mm-hmm. home it's like cold turkey it's either coke or no coke <laughs> like there's no such thing as diet there's no I such thing as non-gmo zero. there's no such thing as like fucking low carbs you and, know and for all the nerds like, out there paradox yeah. of choice by barry schwartz good book <clears throat> okay tony I poppins recommendation <laughs> tony poppins boy <laughs> Hey, dude. What did you want to bring up about uh, North Korea? I heard something mm-hmm. this morning that As we the, all did. That the leader is not doing so well right now. He's allegedly in critical condition 
specifics are unknown mm -hmm. to the public as of right now. I don't know if anybody in the government knows what's going on, but how do you feel about that? Fuck him. Let him suffer. <laughs> He's caused fucking millions of death and yeah. poverty, pain that lasts his whole fucking family. Yeah. First yeah. of all, the not whole just country's him. living a lie, dude. That's, that's the way I look at it. And I feel like this is finally the universe taking revenge. Kind of. Here's the thing that worries me. Yeah. It's the last member of the um the royal family or of, whatever yeah of yeah the supreme family or so whatever. he's like the last string on the yes tree. i'm, I'm yeah. if i remember correctly he is the last one mm -hmm. of the reign because he didn't have a kid mm -hmm. so if he dies who's stepping up that's a big concern that's yes. that's the most important question if he dies what the fuck is going to happen there's going to be an enormous power vacuum there Historical context. Yeah. Best believe best believe China is going to sprint in there. Yeah. Best believe Russia wants to sprint in there. We're gonna probably want to sprint in there mm. if we can. Yeah. Historical context. What did we do back when back after 9-11 happened? We went into Iraq, right? Yeah. And uh, okay, we got rid of Saddam. Cool, but uh, believe it or not, Saddam actually kept that kept the majority of that country fucking stable. That's true. Even though he was a terrible dictator. Yeah. Um, and then you know we get we get rid of him. Guess who steps in? ISIS. Mm -hmm. Now it's just a worse problem. Now what do you want? ISIS or Saddam? You know. I would rather take Saddam. Hell yeah. Honestly. What the hell? But um, Jeez. yeah, that's a big concern. North yeah. Korea. Yeah, I don't know. If World War Three starts out because Kim Jong Un died, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. That's all I've got to say. Yeah. I don't know. I hope I, I'm hoping for for the best there. I don't I, I don't even know what's even the best case scenario at that point. That's realistic. You have one of the heads at power who's like, I guess, still a dictator, but not as bad as Kim Jong Un. And then, an, you know, slowly over yeah, time, it like just... an opposing relative of his views. Kind of. Well, I'm just wondering if a lot of people in power like didn't really agree with it but they went along with it because they're like i'm in a really stable job like safe condition mm -hmm. for like what, what i'm doing and where i'm at in life and if i go against him then my family <laughs> dies yeah so i'm wondering if like the majority of the people that work with him or that worked on his staff or whatever you even call it um if they completely agreed with him disagreed <clears throat> i feel like the people that were closest to him and worked like with his grandfather and his dad are probably going to be the ones to step up Mm -hmm. and are going to be the ones that are going to take the power in the same way. And I hope it doesn't get worse. Mm. I'm trying to think about it. It's a weird one. It is a weird one. I don't think it can get... Well, can it get worse than Kim Jong-un? I think it can. Yes, it can. I think I it easily can. can. Besides, besides the exception of World War Three, they want to start a war. I mean, I think they could, I think they could go full Lenin, full Stalin, yeah. even harder than they're doing right I, now. I feel like they can potentially get someone that would easily pull the trigger, dude. Like, yeah, good luck with that. We have fucking, we have missiles on deck, baby. Oh, hell yeah. yeah, we do. We have shit to shoot them down. Yeah. Now, do you think that's not, true? It's not them I'm worried about. It's everybody that they're associated with. Do, do you think it's true that we have shot down rockets from coming in? Like nuclear without warheads? No. That, that hasn't happened. I mean... If there was a nuclear warhead that we shot down, no. Mm. That's never... We would have known about that for sure. We yeah. would have gone to war over something like that. Yeah. The closest, Having a nuke launched at you, that's a pretty big... Yeah, that's a... That's oh, a hell no. Yeah, the yeah. closest we've come to that is with Cuba. And um, who was... Uh, no, and Russia. Well, no, no. Cuba, they, they were literally... Dude, missiles were on fucking deck. The Cold War, 
an entire period of American and global history where everybody was just waiting for the fucking bomb to drop for years. Are you talking about the missile crisis? No, that's the Cuban missile crisis. I'm talking about the Cold War. Oh, the Cold War. Okay. Yeah. Dang. I had no. I think either one we, of those two times, dude, we, we were a button away, like one back, decision away. Wow. We look back at the Cold War like it wasn't shit, right? We're like, oh, no bombs were dropped. It was just all espionage and shit. No, people thought it was going to drop every minute of every day for years. Yeah. Wow. Having that tension. Oh my God. Imagine being that paranoid, dude. You're right. Just, you're just like on the edge 24 seven. Yeah. Or could you imagine back in like during World War II when they made you do, and also this happened in the 50s, mm-hmm. uh, nuclear bomb tests for kids in schools? What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? No. Duck and cover. Or have you heard of that? Mm. Yeah, basically they're like, if you see the flash, hit the floor, get under your desk, pray, pray to God you get incinerated as quickly yeah, as yeah. possible. Yeah, we have a good here. We duck and cover for <clears throat> earthquakes, not fucking nukes. Yeah. We used to for nukes. We, for what do you mean we have a good here for nukes? So we have... Almost no infrastructure set up if a nuclear bomb were to hit. You've totally confused me. What yeah. I just said. Oh, he really? said he said for earthquakes. Yeah, what we Not worry about nukes. right now is earthquakes more than nukes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's very true. <laughs> you think the big ones? Come? Oh no! These you guys think the big ones around the corner? Yeah. Seismic like activity's yeah. been ramping up. Yeah, dude. Which when is you... never a good sign. Well, yeah, but we have a lot of mini earthquakes, which just release pressure. When it's 9 p.m. and you're wondering why the sun's coming out? No, but the the thing is, it does release pressure. However, does it loosen it up to a point where there was so much pressure built up that those loose ones just weaken it as a whole? And then it'll just all just go. (laughs) Go, 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 go. Exactly. Dang, dude. Yeah. Yeah, let's just hope to God we never get fucking nuked. Screw that. I'll be doing the nuking here, brother. Oh, yeah? Because I'm a Why fucking patriot. Why do we still patriot. have nukes? I don't know. To annihilate. Like, just, the th- just the concept of having a nuke or storing nukes, if you're any nation, just means that you're ready to have another war. Yeah. That's if there's a nation left. I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> I'm talking about beforehand. Oh, okay. Before the nukes drop. Like, just by having a nuke, that means we are ready for war. Yeah. Like, we're not in a mindset where we're not, sorry, we as a planet aren't ready to set aside the fact that it's like we don't need to go to battle anymore mm. and that kind of worries me like we're really at that point still we're just not conscious enough dude we have i mean we're at a point now where the when the first atomic bomb was dropped right 19 well, what was that like 1945 i don't know anyways when they were doing that prosthetics were still basically just made out of wood Mm-hmm. Like it was, I mean, it wasn't like a wooden stump you had the rest of your life, but I mean, they weren't great. They were yeah, pretty shitty. They were very shitty. We now live in an era where if you had an, let's say you're an amputee uh, from your arm, from the elbow down, right? Yeah. They have, they now have, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Prosthetics that'll attach at the elbow and then they will connect wires into the, your nerve system in your arm that are still there, Right. They trim off the part that's dead, and then they connect those those uh, cells, the uh, nerve cells, to electrical wires, which transmit data to the new arm. So you can control the arm as if it was your real arm. Iron Man shit. We live in the future, mm-hmm. and we still have nukes. What the fuck are we doing? You can thank the, the military-industrial complex for that, buddy. Oh, my God, dude. <clears throat> Like we can't all agree to just put them down or better yet, just convert them in or convert the energy or the uh, material that's inside of them into something useful like nuclear power plants. Yeah. That comes with time. Everything comes with time, dude. 
That's what I hope for, man. Yeah, man. We just hope for a better world. Yeah. I'm hoping for peace. The 2AM podcast is going to bring world peace. Yes. (laughs) Together, we shall 2AM and chill. (laughs) Well, uh. Thank you for joining us once again on an episode of the yeah. 2AM pod. Yeah. Thanks for chilling with us. On As always, we've gone deep. Honestly, yeah. We've discussed many topics, but yeah. if you want to find us, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor FM, uh, Instagram, uh, Apple Podcasts. There you go. I'm signing off. This is Zaid. Said. This has been Logan. And, and we will see yeah. you on episode 25. See you later, yeah. everybody. Thanks for chilling.